I'm delighted to be joined on this episode of the Celtic View podcast by Caitlin Hayes, one of the stars of the Celtic women's team. Caitlin, you have just finished pre-season for the day, a, a hectic schedule, so thanks for joining us. Oh no, thank you so much for having me. Now, players, traditionally, pre-season is a time where they're maybe not quite looking forward to it so much. How have you found the preparations? Because obviously you've got a busy season ahead. Have you enjoyed being back? Oh, absolutely. Um, it was, wasn't the longest break I've ever had. I think we had three weeks all together. Um, so obviously it was a quick turnaround, but just glad to be back with the girls and, and refocusing and resetting for the new season. And did you get a chance when you were off? Did you get a chance to go back home then? Yes, sir. I went, I went home for a couple of days and then went to catch up with some friends that were also playing, playing football. So you only get a small amount of time to see each other throughout the year. So I was thankful for that time to spend with them. It's funny, like previous seasons, the, the women's season has, has been running like kind of over the kind of summer. But now it's, it's almost like running concurrently with the, the men's. So as you say, you don't really get much time off. I suppose given what happened at the end of last season, you'll be dying to get back because there's there's a big incentive coming up quite soon. Yes, absolutely. Um, I think with COVID and the pandemic and having that whole year of isolation or lockdown, I think um, I've had enough time by myself and with my family. Don't mean that to sound offensively, but I've had enough time for without football. So now I'm just grateful for the three weeks rest, but now focused on what's to come. And obviously, you know, footballers are always looking ahead, but... If I can just ask you just to reflect on your first season with Celtic, it couldn't really have gone much better, I'm guessing, given the fact that you know we finished second, we achieved Champions League football for the first time in the club's history and you were a, an integral part of that. Yes, uh, it was just, I, I suppose before signing, I thought about how, how I wanted it to go and tr- kind of set goals for myself and my team. And, and from that, we've just obviously excelled in all areas and... and so thankful for the for the season that's been and and I couldn't have dreamed it up better but now we've obviously repped the rewards of that and playing Champions League this season but now it's all about just keeping our heads down and and focusing on what's to come rather than what's been. I suppose you've now set a benchmark in terms of the domestic football you want to at least equal that if not better that get into the new season but before that you've got Small matter of Levante, who are a top Spanish team in the Champions League. I'm guessing as a footballer, again, you want to be testing yourself against some of Europe's best players, and that's exactly what you're going to be doing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, it, like you just said, it'll be a test, and it's a test that thankfully we're, we're already in training, working hard for to, to be prepared. And, and with Fran and obviously his background, hopefully he knows the tricks of the, the Spanish game better than we do. And obviously with the heat recently in Glasgow, we won't have any complaints when it's um, obviously going to be played in, in heat. So, yeah, just, just excited for the opportunity. And it's, it's what you dream of growing up, playing Champions League and having that opportunity. So, yeah, excited for what's ahead. And I suppose for people who don't know... You, you have a game against Levante and the winners of that play the winners of, I think it was Rosenberg versus Minsk. And then the winners of yes, that sir. then progress to the next stage of the competition. But regardless, you'll have two Champions League games anyway, which again, is great experience. Oh yeah, I, I played Champions League before um, with a team in Cyprus and it was it was a tournament like no other um, in terms of just the hype and the, the enjoyment phase of it and just just everything that encapsulates Champions League. So I'm just grateful to be back in and around that environment and hopefully we can just excel and 
fin start where we finished off last year, which is with the ball rolling and hopefully getting the win. And and yeah, just grateful for the opportunity. And do you think then that you'll be one of the players that maybe Fran will look to to give that experience and, and let the other players, particularly some of the younger players, have, have never had anything like this, maybe some who haven't even travelled abroad with, with their respective countries, just to kind of talk them through the whole experience? Oh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I hope so. But naturally, um, I think the younger players are, are guided by the older players. Um, so it's just kind of just they just naturally follow, um, which is which is great. So it's all you've got to do is set a good example and they're, they're close behind anyway. So, yeah, we're just all together as a team, I guess. Now, obviously, you're in the middle of, of pre-season. In terms of, of looking ahead to the season, do you set yourself personal targets and goals that you want to achieve over, over and above or alongside the, the obvious ones that the team will set? Yeah, I think it's important for uh, as a player, as an individual, that you obviously are set on the team goals, but also what can you do as an individual to try and help the team best get to that team goal? Um, and also keeping standards such as clean sheets and winning my 50-50s are always high up there and maybe a goal or two. Um, but definitely after last year, just trying to keep those standards and, and set the bar even higher because obviously you always want to improve and you always want to do better and you always feel like you you deserve to, you must give the team everything you've got. Um, so yeah, definitely some goals have been set and fingers crossed just continue where we picked up left last season and keep going. Because I guess, obviously, defenders, clean sheets are your first priority. But how how did it feel when you opened your school account for Celtic? Oh, it was just, it's it's beyond words. Um, I dreamt about that moment for a very long time. Um, slight jealous jealousy kicked in because, obviously, I'd seen all my other teammates do it and the back line was scoring. And I thought, I'm going to gonna have to do something here, Caitlin. Um, but I joke with the girls, but because it was an important goal, I say that it's worth 10. Um, but unfortunately, they're not giving me that much credit. But yeah, I'll take one and hopefully it's just not down that wall now and it can just let the floodgates go, I suppose. Um, that's what at least I'm hoping for. Because I'm guessing one of the, the good things for last season, particularly when your family weren't able to come to the games, the coverage when the, when the season resumed was, was excellent. It must have been great for them to be able to see the games and to see you in action. And, and obviously... The way the season unfolded, it was so exciting right up until the last game. They must have been gripped watching from afar. Yes, absolutely. Um, super thankful that this league has invested the money to, to allow us, my family, to watch and all the other girls' family. Um, but yeah, it definitely made for interesting phone calls um, as my dad is almost like a coach telling me where I was doing wrong and when I was doing right. Um, so it has its pros and cons, but yes more pros than cons so definitely thankful for that and and obviously as covid slightly maybe gets lifted ever so slightly they'll obviously have the chance to watch me in the hoops for the first time and for that again i can't wait yeah because I, I mean that must be you know obviously for you and the rest of the players to be playing in front of a crowd which will be fantastic but the chance as you say for your family to get up here and to see you playing even if you know at the end of the game, your dad is still going to be giving you coaching tips regardless. All dads do, right? All dads do. Um, but yes, just I'm super excited. and I, I don't know who's got who's more excited, him or me, to play in front of or to play for. Um, so, yeah, I just can't wait for that moment. And hopefully it comes sooner rather than later. Now, I, I know I've spoke to you before about you know your own sporting background, but uh, I just thought we'd uh, catch up again and 
Because one of the things I was, I was going to ask was in terms of the team that you supported growing up. I know you come from a, a rugby league family. So what, mm-hmm. would, what would be your rugby league team? Um, Warrington Wolves. Um, so being a northerner, um, it's, it's heavily rugby league. Um, so I grew up going to rugby, rugby, rugby league games um, and watching Warrington Wolves. My dad would take me up and down the country. Um, he'd pick me up from school on a Friday and we'd go. Um, and as long as I'd be back for my football match on Sunday, there was that was that was my life. Now, however, you are also yes. a football fan, and a lot of fans will have already seen this wonderful photograph that was on social media last year of you wearing the hoops now, but then a picture of you wearing the hoops when you were a child. So I'm guessing the Celtics, Celtics in your family, it's in your blood. Yes, definitely. Um, I I love playing for the shirt. Um, I've never really had that feeling before in terms of putting a shirt on and you can just feel that it weighs more. Um, the standards are higher, the expectations are higher, the, the, just the quality of the shirt is so much more than anything I've ever worn before. And, and it comes with a pressure, but a pressure that I feel like last year I really enjoyed taking on. Um, I enjoyed representing everything that that shirt means and holds to so many people and just grateful for the opportunity to do again this year and and thankful to represent this football club. In terms of your football heroes growing up, was there anyone in particular that you aspired to be like or looked to in terms of how you admired them? Um, well, I hate this question because I was brought up with rugby league, so footballers just weren't weren't um, on my walls. I say, I guess um, it was full of burly rugby men, and and that's that's who I look I look to for inspiration and just just. Not even just because it's a sport, a sporting hero, but just because of their mindsets. Um, there was a guy called Lee Brears, who's a who's a rugby rugby guy for Warrington Wolves, and I just wanted to be him. Um, just the way he knew the game, and the way he carried himself, and the way he always picked up his teammates, and and I guess that's kind of what my what my games led off. Not necessarily in the terms of football, but just as character and a leader, and and just. All, all the time, all in, I guess. So, yeah, he would be it. Do you remember what age you were, you know, when it, when football became more than just kicking the ball about in the park with your friends and either you were more interested in it or you realised that you had a kind of aptitude and, a, and a, an ability for it that you wanted to take it further? Um, I guess under-17s, when I first signed for Manchester United, um, I was... I must admit, I was more judo. Um, I was better at judo growing up. Um, I competed to quite a high level in that, um, but didn't like the individualised sector of judo, sitting by yourself, training, competing by yourself. Um, I loved the idea of being with a team and, and having that cohesion and connection and chemistry as a group of girls. Um, so under 17, so I was about 16, obviously. Um, when I signed for Manchester United, I thought I really enjoy this sport and I'm going to give it my all so everything kind of just sat on the back burner and football took took over my life essentially. One of the things I think fans are always curious about in in any not professional team and and music plays a big part in pre-match preparations and then post-match celebrations do you have anything in particular that you like to listen to just to get yourself in, in the right zone for the game? Um, it's going to sound peculiar, but "Move On Up" by Curtis Mayfield. Um, I have always listened. I've always listened to that before a game. Um, it started from when I was tiny. Um, my dad would always put it on in the car, 
um, and I think it came from the the um, film Bend It Like Beckham. Um, so that's just kind of become this habitual routine of put that song on and you automatically enter um, enter a phase of mind that that knows it's game day or knows it's training or knows just knows that football's coming and 100% is about to be given. Um, so yeah, that song is definitely up there. Yeah, nice. And that's like that is a good tune. What about post match? Do you are you the the dressing room DJ or is someone else the in charge of that? <laughs> I think I'm guilty of being the dressing room singer. Um, there's a few Kate Nash Foundations, Dream Catch Me by Newton Faulkner. Um, me and Kiva Keenan, a girl that used to used to play here last year, um, we were definitely guilty of standing on the on the physio beds and just getting the girls going. Um, but new season so hopefully I'll give off that role to somebody else and I can just play a back step and one thing I was going to ask you uh, obviously the European Championships during the summer I'm guessing you were a keen spectator uh, as England progressed uh, to the final where did you watch the final and and what were the feelings in that obviously ultimately disappointment for England yeah I can't Jodie Bartle was more into it. Um, she's a she's a huge fan of football, um, and it's it's a bit embarrassing to say that I was just again backseat. Um, I mean, I wanted England to win, obviously, just because it's my home country. But at the same time, stick the rugby league on, and I'm far more into it. Um, but watched it with some of the girls um, over the over where we live, um, and it was just a good time to be with be together, be with each other, um, and yeah. Argue about the scoreline, I guess. <laughs> so I'm guessing that if uh, if England get to the Rugby League World Cup final, you'll be considerably more interested in that. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Yeah, definitely. I just, I just, yeah, it's what you grow up with, isn't it? So I automatically know it inside out. So yeah, passion's there for that. But football takes a back seat when rugby's on. Obviously, that's as, as a spectator, but your your priority as a player, as, as football, how much, uh, I, I'm, it's probably an obvious question, but how much are you and the rest of the team looking forward to going to Norway and playing in that Champions League game, hearing the music and knowing that you've kind of taken the club a step forward and, you know, given the interest that the fans had towards the team, how much, you know, people are going to be watching you back home? Oh, I can't wait. Um, I think it's again, it's one of those it's one of those things that you can't necessarily put into words. Um, it's just going to be a monumental amount of pride and and to hear the music, to wear your shirt, to to be on that stage. Um, and like I said, not just to play for yourself and name on the back, but to play for your badge and your teammates around you that you you made it there um, and you'll do everything you can to to stay on that stage for as long as you can. And obviously we know what, it's going to be a huge test, but like I said, we've been putting in the work during pre-season and putting in the work each and every day. So hopefully like we did last season, we'll reap the reward of our hard work, but until then we just keep our heads down and focus on, on each day and each training session. Well, listen, Caitlin, thanks for joining us on the Celtic View podcast. We wish you and the rest of the team the best of luck, not only in the, in the Champions League, but throughout the course of this season. Thank you so much and thank you so much for having me.